Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it, so we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis. The latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share us with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, whatever the case may be for you. We made it to another week of Mama's Baked. Yes, some of us in better shape than others. You right. have the remnants of a cold. The The last day or two, I'm hoping... Oh, you sound better already, actually. Oh, good. A little mm. hot tea can do the body wonders. Yeah, just in sniffing. Last phases. Just sniffing over the top. Yes. Apparently, my do not disturb is not functional. I just turned on. It was already being interrupted by breaking news notifications. Oh, of course. So annoying. Anyway. <sighs> Happy 420. What are you partaking in today besides hot tea? Oh. Today, I am enjoying a sweet little treat mm. of white strawberry skunk. It is pretty good. You know, it comes with a little bit of a funny story, honestly. With that name, I would hope so. White, white. strawberry skunk. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Tell me this funny story. Well, the funny story, I don't know if I told you before, there was a specific dispensary. Uh, who now people would be able to know, I'm pretty sure, because I'm sure this is their uh, personal growth. Ah, but strain. I, yeah. I would imagine. Uh, because mm-hmm. the way I got it was from a coupon I got at the conference. I went over to the oh, uh, yeah. U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo last uh, weekend or whenever it was. And, uh, yep. And left with a nice little coupon for a buy one, get one free eighth of this white strawberry skunk from um, my friend Crystal Polion. I won't even tell you the dispensary she's at right now, although she says she likes it, so it's all good. But the funny thing is, it's the dispensary I told you about before that sold me like a quarter in half eighths in one sixteenth jars. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was them. I will say this. Were it not for my good friend mm-hmm. and um, this generous eighth of theirs, I would never have gone back ever in life. Right. So, I mean, good job, her. Right. Got you in. Got me in a second time. And? And I spent money, too. So, I mean, you know, got me and in. And the skunk got isn't bad. And it's pretty good. Yeah, it feels good. Tastes good. It was nice I also and, um, it was that right caved. Kind of yeah. Dryness, cureness. I caved as well and went to a dispensary that I didn't think I would ever go back to because of oh. convenience. And yeah, well. um, we know where I live, the options are I can drive 40 minutes one way to my favorite place, which requires planning. And we've had, I live in an area where the road that I take, one is a freeway and one is the back way. The freeway is under construction, so it's a cluster. 
And then the back road has been having landslides with all our rain lately. Right. So it requires some very good planning on my part if I do plan to take the couple hour round trip journey to the dispensary of my choice. In the meantime, I had to pick up something quick and the dispensary that I didn't think I would go to um, has now signed up with Leafly and offers um, pre-orders that you can just pick up and go. Oh, nice. And my main deal was I didn't want to deal with Basically, I didn't want to deal with the way they run their customer service inside the dispensary because it's obnoxious. Right. So this worked out. I didn't have to deal with them. I still had to go inside, and I still had to go into a cashier inside. Right. But it was limited contact. And I didn't. I don't buy flour there. So it was easy enough to order online a couple of – I got a couple of transdermal patches and nice. that kind of thing. So you're yeah, kind of too, you know, you're kind of benefiting those uh, companies that actually produce the transdermal patches a little more than you were benefiting that dispensary that you don't like too. So. Exactly. Exactly. Not purchasing the flower. Thoughtful, but not entirely on board yet. I so, like it. yeah. You know, it's yeah. ways compromise is the key to life. In fact, balance is the key to life. <laughs> Oh, hence our conversation topic for today yeah. is the discussion of balance and um, I think I, it, the way it was brought up was I recently had to go back to Missouri for a funeral um, for my great nephew and it was um, a fatal well i was gonna say car accident but it was a fatal truck accident he was driving a work truck and had a had a fatal crash died at the scene it was very sudden and kind of stunned us all into um i don't know i I have described it as a funk or a loss of sparkle yeah. This last week or two. So, yeah, we decided you and I talked and thought maybe we could talk about a little bit about balance because that's kind of where I feel, you know, when someone dies, you see the you start start examining <laughs> the meaning of it all kind of stuff. Right. And you have a lot of conversations at, you know, this visitation in particular. We had there was 600 people came wow. um, to pay their respects and, and to tell stories and, and share Wow. Um, a common love for Caleb. His name a is Caleb man. Brainerd. He was, he was 25. Right. Wow. He just turned 25 June 3rd. And yeah, it was um, a great comfort to his family. His grandma is my husband's sister. And Caleb and I were close from an early age. I thought it was five years old, but after going through photos and helping do all the memory stuff, it was more like he was like nine or ten the first time we met, I guess. Uh-huh. But he recently made a visit to Sedona in um, 2016 with some friends. And he had been actually on a road trip. So here's your cannabis-related part of the story. Um, he and his friends wanted to go to Colorado right. to try legal cannabis and see what it was like to shop in a store and experience that whole thing. And they and were coming they, from where again? 
Missouri, Kansas okay. City, mm-hmm. one little town. They live in the town's kind of like a suburb, I guess, around Kansas City. And uh, he went to Colorado and they went to Las Vegas and he talked his friends into going to see his crazy aunt in Sedona. And it was basically a drive-by kind of trip. They were in Vegas and drove here and drove back. And they were here maybe three hours. But the time of his visit kept changing. He's like, I think we're going to come today. Oh, I think we're going to come today. So he ended up coming during the um, presidential debate. It was October of 2016. Right. And uh, I made him and his friends watch the debate. I said, you're not messing up. I've been playing on this all week. You know, I, I need to see this. So it was it was a great visit. I had a great time. And when he left, he told us, don't tell anybody I was here. We're like, why? They don't know you're visiting. He's like, oh, I didn't really tell him I was coming here. <laughs> so we never really mentioned it to anybody. Right. You know, just he's he's a little shit is what I always called him. Um, still do. And so when, when I was at the visitation they call it it was a celebration of life it was all the same night about four hours long his mom did a speech about um like a letter to her son and one of the things she had mentioned in it was his trip to Sedona was so important to him and I had you know had no idea that it was that important Mm. enough that his mom especially since we were supposed to keep it a secret that his mom knew about it right and then um Throughout the visitation, friends of his had found me or, you know, came up and said, are you the aunt from Arizona? He talked about you all the time. So it was mm-hmm. very touching, super sweet. And um, it was important for, I think, Steve and I. It hit, it hit Steve pretty hard. Mm. And um, it was important, though, to hear all these great stories that his friends told about him. He, you know, he liked to... He was a shitster. He liked to be an internet troll. And he caused a lot of people some uh, extreme frustrations. <laughs> and then come to find out, in the background, he's doing all these good deeds and secret kindnesses. And, yeah. So I think talking about balance today, based on, you know, all those experiences I had in at his um, service. Yeah. And... Seeing how, like, it affected my husband and, you know, it reminds you of your own mortality and what you're doing with your time and, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm still sort of, I don't, I think now this week I always, the week after all the distraction is over is probably harder for everyone, family, his family, because it's back, trying to figure out how to go back to daily life. Yeah, well, and I dare to say it um will never go back right and it's a new normal but it's gonna be shitty for a long time yeah and it's hard to um i think the processing of you know especially when it's someone so young and so sudden and right makes you think differently or just sort of alters alters the brain waves enough to where everything looks different you know coming home to Sedona is you know such a gift to be able to live here and it also comes with its challenges as I've talked about small town life and even those considerations and long term and you're you know you look at 
your work and how you spend your free time and how you spend your energies. Yeah. I've been off Facebook now probably for a couple weeks and that was a balance decision for myself. I felt like I was, um, I don't know, just needed a break. Yeah. Not so much that it, and I'm not a person, I, I don't, I do not have an addictive personality. I, I feel like I have more of an opposite of that where if I have too much of something, I, I actually don't like it anymore. Right. <laughs> it's odd. It's, it's a, it's an opposite. So, you know, being off Facebook was not a problem or a struggle or any of that sort of thing. Yeah. It was just, ugh. <laughs> everything everybody said was more annoying than oh, enlightening. Man. So that's a balanced decision. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I made a similar decision. I would say I didn't necessarily like shut off Facebook per se. Um, Me either. Yeah. Although I certainly distanced from it a lot. And, uh, you know, and also I've really like curated my experience on Facebook to a large degree as well. Because if I'm going to be on there, it might as well be what I want it to be. Exactly. I'm so tired of people acting like it's um, not what it is. Yeah. This is my curated life, literally. You know, it's what I want to look at or not. Um, And so, you know, I want a peaceful life. And this is how I create balance. Like I keep people, I don't block people on Facebook. Like when stuff is going on, I'm very opinionated and I feel passionately about things and I will say what I think. And I, you know, I definitely sometimes do it in a way that, you know, hurts people or causes people some amount of pain or whatever, never intentionally. Um, but you know, it's certainly my way. Uh, and it's like, I, I don't have to block people, but they have this other little button up there that says, like, see fewer posts like this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I oh, definitely yeah. do that. Every time I see something from someone that I love, but I, you know, and I want to stay connected to, but I don't want to be enraged by their thinking patterns. <laughs> or abused animal videos. Or, or any kind of torture, anything. Torture, yeah. stuff, whatever it is that... You don't want to see. Whatever I don't need to see I that. I don't want to see or hear. Like, I have expressed myself. You know my point of view. If, if you're still putting up some All Lives Matter stuff right now, I don't yep. want to see that. I get that you're ignorant. I understand. Yep. Check. Clear. And that's all I'm, you know, that's all I'm going to take it for. So I'm going to do that little see fewer posts like this. So then I can still see one every once in a while when you talk about your pet cow. That's awesome. You know, yay, you had a cow born. That's, you know, whatever. So (laughs) that was it's a good way to create balance in your social media. You know, I think I could I could more easily. And and that's on the horizon as well. Our, Our businesses are all on social media. Right. So there is that need to keep stay in touch with business related we like to stay in touch with our cannabis advocacy groups and it's the easiest way to do that is facebook yeah there's um my restaurant is on facebook and instagram i think still twitter but i can't find the password i got it i got a new phone 
It's one of those. <laughs> oh, you know, no. you know me and passwords. I do. I mean, hit me up. But, I might have a spreadsheet somewhere for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, the the idea though is like you said to curate the experience that you want. Right. Um, and you, you know, to tie it back to our main topic, which is cannabis, but life in general as with cannabis, the same goes. I always talk about when you are a cannabis consumer, not exposing yourself to every store in your area. If you're in an area like Phoenix, you know, that's another way is you get overwhelmed trying to get the best price every time and traveling all over deal chasing when you're not in fact building a relationship with your dispensary. So they let you know when the things you like are, you know, on special or when they have the right flowers or keeping your circles. Maybe that's it. Just keeping those circles a little closer. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, one thing that I used to hear uh, someone say a lot is, like, don't keep people around who tolerate you or don't stay around people who tolerate you, you know, because you deserve to be celebrated, period. So, like, keep your circle small enough to those people that celebrate you. And that kind of applies in every way in what you're talking about, you know, going to your dispensary where you develop relationship, where they have the quality, they do the testing that you want, you feel good about, mm-hmm. you know who the owners are, if you know that much about it, or you just feel, you know, consistently, uh, like they give you good, reliable, um, quality service, whatever your standards are. Uh, those are the people that are celebrating, you know, stick with them, you know, like, uh, because that's really what you deserve and, and spending a bunch of extra time and, and effort trying to, uh, you know, that being said, Sometimes people need to deal. Life is real life. You know what I'm saying? So there's no judgment on doing what you need to do for balance. Again, for balance, because maybe your priority is you need to save money. And that's like the highest priority when it comes to still getting access to your medicine, you know? Okay, then figure out where you can go that's reliable, you know? (laughs) like There's still places. Maybe you have to drive around a little more. But um, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Keeping that circle the yeah like you said the not of people that tolerate you i got rid of that circle in my 30s that was real easy i got very very sick and when you get very very sick you tend to find out who's in it and who's not in it exactly so that happened in my 30s learned lots of lessons that way um and i think now too and i one of the things i've been thinking a lot about the last couple weeks is um, seeing what people know you and what people have a maybe a caricature, a caricature of you, uh-huh. you know, a cartoon version. Uh-huh. Um, there was people that I had run into, and not just in Missouri, but over the past few weeks, people that thought they knew me and maybe think the caricature of me that they got to know off maybe social media or whatever platform, even this podcast or my articles in can of cactus don't really know you. And it's a kind of a red flag for me. I don't know if you do the same, but you kind of, you you sense your who in your circle knows the real you and who knows what they think of. They know. I don't know how, if I'm explaining that right. 
the caricature of you. I am caricatured probably as, you know, like the crazy grumpy political girl. Right. Which is, that's fine. I, I definitely have that persona on Facebook, but that doesn't mean that's me. Right. That's not my general, and I'm not, maybe I am grumpy. But you know what I mean. And I'm not really grumpy. I mean, I would never describe you as grumpy personally. So Right. I don't right. Know. And so that's what I mean when I run across people. Um, that's one of the warning signs for me, too, is people who think they know you real well. That circle, I guess, is well i mean kind of what i hear is if somebody has a negative assessment of who i am they are not in my inner circle (laughs) yeah and it's not really negative even it's almost like they (laughs) they think they know all oh i think it's just the people that think they know everything and it's probably a generalization they they think they know you they think they know everything about everything right it's probably not just the one those are the yeah, who got time for that? I ain't got time for that. No time. I ain't got time, no time. for that. No time. I mean, I tend to feel like uh, it's, this does come up, you know, because I, I said I went to the U.S. Uh, Cannabis Conference. Oh, yeah, we should talk about Last weekend. Yes. Right. So I only went on Friday. I It was my daughter's birthday on Saturday. So I had, uh, you know, Happy plans birthday. all day yes. for the princess. Oh, my goodness. It was great. But back to Friday, uh, it was, so it was like the, you know, kind of second day of the event a little bit, but first day of the main conference, I think, whatever. There was something right. going on Thursday, but I really don't know what. Uh, and I just listened in like two of the little talks, uh, but one of them was uh, Tommy Chong. So yes, that was kind I of fun. You know, I mean, he is a comedian, so it was a nice little hour of just chit chatting with him. It wasn't like there was any like earth shattering, you know, knowledge dropped, so to speak, besides the little snippet that I did uh, put up on my Facebook, which is that the secret to uh, longevity and relevancy for the long term is cannabis. <laughs> Being on yeah, the cannabis train basically is the key to that. So uh, that's, his I got wisdom to see, today. yeah, I got to see him speak in Amsterdam. My husband, surprised me with a trip to the cannabis cup and judges passes in 2007. Right. And Tommy Chong was inducted. It was, I think the 20th annual cannabis cup. So he was the inductee for and I got to see him speak and it was the same kind of thing. He, he did a lot of anecdotal comments and he's a great, he's, if you ever get a chance to see him, I highly recommend it. Well, any I event. mean, yeah, I mean, I want to work with him. Like, well, I'm right? not talking about that. I'm like, Chong? Let's, let's work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do some stuff. So I'm Chong's already choice. trying to connect up with them. Yeah, don't you think they should uh, sponsor um, Mama's Baked? That would be great. Come on. Chong's Choice. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to make that happen for us. Let me try. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm going to work on. But uh, I love it. Right, because um, I'm into it. I love him. I, I I like, you know, I just like everything about him. He's great. Who doesn't love a Canadian? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. just... Shoot. I've loved every person. Canadian I've ever met in my life. I can't lie. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sarah and I have always had a joke about, yeah, her love hey, of the I've Canadian. Had, I loved every Canadian, eh? Yeah, and so, and now with federal legalization, I mean, come on, what are, it's gonna only get many, better from here. We're days away now, seven I know. days away, something like the that. 17th. I don't even know what day is what. Yep, 
Today's the 11th, so that's like six days away then. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Woot, woot. 10, 11. Okay, so the expo. So we saw Tommy Chong it and was, that other speaker. Okay, so I'm going to say what I thought about this expo, but it's going to be totally politically incorrect to say so. Okay. I literally think it must be being used to, like, launder money. Like, that could be the only possible point of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like so I yeah, I was supposed to go and I I will tell you. I was supposed not, to go not, not on the vendors part. The people that are there no, no. that are participating and the attendees and everything. I think everybody that's a part of it is uh straight totally, up and up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I got I was supposed to go and of course I had to go out of town so I wasn't able to attend, but I was being contacted by people I was supposed to go with. Not only you, who you and I were supposed to go together so we could right. tell everybody about the expo right. and all the vendors and the cool stuff. Right. But I was also going to help a friend who has a nonprofit. I was going to help him sell some hemp bags. Speaking and then I was hoping what, to go. Sapana Coffee. Yes. Look, we'll add a link Sapana. at the end. Yes. I probably see And it you can um, Elevate Nepal is yes. the name of his. ElevateNepal.com, I believe. We'll put it in links to his. Website, he's re helping rebuild, and one of the ways is helping people become coffee farmers. Um, so I did hear, and I won't name who, a couple other attendees. So they are definitely in line with maybe not exactly your word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> what the hell? So we yeah. were great big fans of the last ones, but they were what they were. You know, they they yeah, were it, busy, they were the well marketed. One. This is like the third one, right? However, this one, apparently, from what I understand, is was held by different um, people. That they sold the whole concept to another company, and it was operated not by the people who have run the first two. Well, the I would believe that, except that the very first picture on the website of the company that hosted this event... The very the first quote-unquote stock photo that you see is the old people. Mm. But then you go to the about page and there's all these pictures of other people, except that you left this photo on the front picture on the front page that is quite obviously not the people very, on the about Apparently, page. it's the people that it's the old people. Hmm. And they have enough other photos to have definitely used a different photo there. So to me, you sent me a message right there. Okay, old people are definitely still involved with new thing. Whatever you say is what you say, right. but I promise you, if I bought it from someone and a picture of them is on the front page of my website, that's the first right. thing I'm changing. Not or the last, just because a hat is over his head does not mean over nothing. Over it's intended. Or it's intended. Or it's 100% intended. Uh, I mean, and if it's an intended, like, um, I mean, we're getting so out there right now, girl. We're talking dirty stuff right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. No names. We didn't say no names. And, just I mean, you got to figure out where I'm even talking about to know what I'm talking about. But the people who know, you know. No. You know. You know. You yeah. hear me talking right now. You hear me talking. And, uh, and there was no marketing. There was no, no I had to marketing. hunt down to even find out when it was. Literally, I, and where was... it was. There were people showing up at the <coughs> wrong doors in the convention center all day long. 
because nobody knew where in the convention center it was. And it was off in some little weird offshoot type of area, basically. And it, then it was down in a basement. <laughs> it was in an offshoot area in the basement. Which is cool. I mean, maybe it was much less expensive, which is a smart idea if it's going to be that small. But you did no marketing for it, which and is why it it's small. I mean, the- there's so many. Look at how many people show up. I feel like there's more people at an average women's grow meeting uh, every yeah. month than there was at the convention. And it, and if it was a cost saving um, idea, it was not reflected in the ticket price prices, not at which all. were, I believe, double. They were extraordinary. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because there's nothing to do in there. To Why, make what it worth that for? money. Exactly. What exactly was. And if the only reason paying, I was going because I wasn't paying. Exactly. That was, that if was my goal. Paying, if you were paying, there were, you know, theoretically the seminars, right? That's theoretically sure. what's supposed to be good about a conference is all this learning that you get. Except that. They didn't tell anybody what the learning there, options were. Okay. There was I didn't no marketing. That. Okay, no all. marketing. But I was there. I was there and I saw what they offered uh, on day of event, you know? Yeah. And it was like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, that could be interesting. Go to that one. Well, we're here to just say we don't know anything. So, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was no earth shaking, nothing. Breakthroughs. You know, I mean, you know, Tommy Chong did a session in the afternoon, so that was cool. Yeah. Now yeah. I believe that possibly other people got more from it. You know, I went to like a marketing one, and 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 they were talking about stuff that we've been talking, you and I have been talking about, and mm-hmm. you know, that's probably important that they're saying these things. You know, they were saying like, hey, the market is not just you know these teenage boys type of thing. The market not the black is hoodie these dabbers. women. They are you know older. They are expecting more information, better labeling, better packaging, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that was all really good. So what would we tell? Let's let's say older, there's some people out there. mentioning us older ladies. Fuckers. I mean, um, it's good. They need to start mentioning us. It's about damn time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. For sure. <laughs> so I'd like to say if there's people in other states, which we know – we're starting to get a few people more interested because their state's starting to um, enact cannabis laws and, and they're where we were five, six, eight years ago. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to do a convention, what's what's at your ideal convention? Obviously, you know, ideally, we'd love to have, you know, Dutchy taste testing booth, but we know you can't sure. consume. So right, can't consume, but it's not even, consuming. it was supposed to be a business to business type of event, right? Theoretically. And that's fine. So what, yeah. And but what what would make it what would make a convention worthwhile since we haven't been to one that has been, I the one last year really wasn't bad. I won't I won't say I also didn't I think I yeah, last year I stayed overnight and went both days. Um and not like I I don't feel like I learned anything. When yeah, I, I mean, I think that there's probably <laughs> some good stuff. I, I think it'd probably be best when it comes to talking about maybe how to activate legally, what's happening legally for us, you know, as an industry right now. That'd be some good content to have. 
out there um, and voting and what kind of legislation is or is not out there right now, what needs to be written. Why is there no kind of like committee? You know, I mean, I know they've got normal and they've got safer, but it's like, why is there nothing with more legitimacy happening yet? You know, and why Uh, aren't they there reporting? Wouldn't that be an ideal yeah, location exactly. for groups like that to exactly. be giving updates? They should and- be involved. And there were some vendors, different uh, types of groups um, yeah. present, you know, with a little table and a little person, right? But they're not necessarily the ones uh, speaking, although they did have Tommy Chong speaking. And he was, you know, as much as, you know, he, he's as active as he is, right? Like, he has an opinion. Oh, yeah. He's not for and Donald a Trump. Yeah, exactly. But he also um, is a Canadian. <laughs> so he's very go with the flow as much as possible, which is kind of great, right? It's kind of like, yeah, everything's right. effed up, but we do have to keep going. So let's just try, try to go with the flow, you know, <laughs> like I mean, this is the whatever the flow is, even if it's rough bongs. right now. <laughs> yeah, he did time for just for having bongs in his house. So exactly. Uh, and he talked about that, but yeah. Yeah, so that was, you know, that was good. And a lot of people did come in to listen to that. But even then, it's not like the whole room was full. It certainly wasn't full. I mean, at best, it was at 60% capacity for the space. Had they announced that Tommy Chong was going to be at this event, did you not think that would have multiplied ticket sales? I mean, I, there was mean, no... I would think that there would be so many ways to have increased the attendance at this event in many ways. Heard, and again, I wasn't yeah. there Saturday. So maybe Saturday all of a sudden nope. was... You know, much bigger. Let me look up the exact. I won't tell you who it's from, but let me look up one of the exact quotes I got from people attending. Um, um, it's so dead here. I don't know what they did to everyone, but attendance is way down and in booths as well. Yeah, exactly. Like there was far fewer booths than last year. And it felt like there was far fewer booths booths than last year and fewer people. And there was definitely some noticeable, honestly, okay, so I don't know what kind of can of worms we're opening, what kind of Pandora's boxes or anything in this little, you know, high school drama of the, you know, dispensary business or whatever. But there was definitely some people missing noticeably to me, you know. Mm -hmm. Some brands. Uh, yeah, some different brands yeah. that were not there. Of course, Dutchies was there, our fave. Um, we love a Dutchie. With their nice Can big we be corner your spot. Girls, right? Dutchie. We want them Don't to, you... to also be our sponsors, please. Can't Dutchie just be like, yeah, like, can't we just be the. We'll just talk about I whatever mean, we you really, want. We really could. We but we've only Dutchie asked podcast. her so far. We've so far only asked her on this podcast that, like, you know, like maybe 40 we people have listened to her. her. We yeah. haven't actually asked her directly, even though we have talked to her in person many times, all the time, uh... in fact, at every event. And even even during the night, there was yeah. a nighttime event, too. I went to the uh, Copper State Farms uh, event. Oh, nice. And that was cool also. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just have never asked her. We should definitely put it out there, right? For real. <laughs> We're going to just email her the uh, link to this particular podcast. Like, yo, 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 girl. We love you. We, we, we're pretty cheap. A couple of, couple of cartons like a quarter. pack a week or something. Like, <laughs> look, send us, send us one out. carton each and like, we'll podcast <laughs> that you're like, we'll podcast about you like every single week for the rest of time. 
Yeah, yeah, we're good. We love you guys. I'm not even yeah, because what I can't even do anything more with it, anyways, right? So like, what I else? thought I had one left here somewhere when no. I came home from my trip. I swore I had one duchy hidden somewhere, oh, like man, a break girl. glass. Yeah. But I think I I think I broke glass and smoked it before I left. <laughs> I oh, don't remember because I can't find that thing. Dang it! So we'd or, like to see or better somebody education. Somebody else found it on you. I don't know. It wasn't yeah. me though. I wouldn't smoke your duchies, girl. I know. No, I, I don't think anybody that. would. I got a pretty good lockdown around here. So <laughs> we'd like to see better education at conventions. I'd like to see booths that offer information, like. When you're going business to business, I liked the booths best that I could ask questions and the people at the booth could answer them. <laughs> I mean, so, I can't even answer the question, what do I want at a conference? Because I hate conferences, girl. That's like, but, but for this industry, it's I something know. new. And I think people that are developing are forgetting what, you know, I mean, we're patients, but we're also kind of trying to always keep our toe in the, in the industry so we can right. share that information and, right. um, but and so the, like from the perspective of them though even I mean, as a i'm talking about when i went to a booth last year i like the I, i'm not going to mention any companies if i go up to the table and i want to ask a specific about your product whether it be where's your grow is it indoor outdoor grow or you know, are these strains specific or the edibles you make are they made with extracts or butter i want you to know the fucking answer yeah, that I would I would like to just put that out there to people who are manning booths. Don't don't get part time people who don't have a clue about cannabis behind your table that can't answer questions about your products. I just yeah, I've been to booths at both Earl Cup events, um, convention events. I've been to other little weird things over the years where like a vendor like first Friday events. Sometimes it, there would be like companies launching, have a table at a certain event, but you'd ask them questions about their products and they're, they're not familiar with their own product or they're not really even from the brand. They're just somebody that's there to pass out flyers. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> is a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. I mean, I think the very best ones were, um, yeah, ones, yeah, like you're saying, the very best ones definitely have people up there interacting, giving something to people face-to-face, hey, here, try this, and having, you know, kind of a little conversation that they're prompted to start with people, you know. Honestly, lots of giveaways is what people like at these things, it seems like. I, and I yeah, just and avoid I all care. that stuff, right? But those yeah. are the booths that seem to have the most, like, traffic happening at them. But, um, and it's not, you know, like we say, just like when you're working on your your internet businesses, there's organic traffic and there's yeah. just the people there to take what they can and go. And it's the same with those kinds of booths. I, yeah. I just I, feel I like joke. the event itself, like, what is their purpose? Right. You know, who exactly is their target market for what? And if, okay, so because I it was believe, unclear, right? Say what? Was it, it was unclear to you at the event what for sure, that was. It was unclear to me who the target market for this is. You know, it felt exactly. like there was kind of like this little bit of information, that little bit of information, and this person and that person, and like all this little different random stuff that just didn't 
flow. It didn't, you know, I, I don't know. It just didn't flow. Like if it's just an event that's meant for dispensary workers and people who work in the businesses that serve dispensaries, then okay. Then the turnout might make a lot of sense because there's only so many dispensaries in this city. So you just basically narrowed down who goes to this event down to like, you know, yeah, I don't know. 15,000 people in the whole city plus, you know, the businesses that serve them in all the other country city, you know, around the country yeah. or whatever, right? Like I heard there were a lot of like sales executives from, you know, maybe like Sea Vault or the, you know, the companies that maybe right. serve the dispensaries, right? Uh but I don't know. It's it it just didn't make sense to me. It didn't I make think no that's sense. I think that's a huge I think that's a huge point. And I think, and maybe that's why, maybe they don't know. Maybe that's why they didn't market it that much. Maybe they didn't. Maybe, yeah, maybe they they're still trying to figure out what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. You know, I mean, give, we'll give them some benefit of the doubt in the fact that they could have just taken over and, hey, they've already got this, this leased space and they got to do something with it quick. And maybe they're just not ready yet. I mean, I've seen being in the restaurant business, I've seen restaurants open in, you know, the same sort of mindset where yeah shit we're not just ready to it. we're yeah, just gonna do it and then by next year we'll hopefully figure this shit stuff. out and i mean personally i operate that way look at our podcast that's exactly how we did this it's like well, huh? let's just well, record it and see what happens and if somebody listens we'll keep recording it and if they don't then you know or if we don't like yeah, doing we it won't. we'll stop you know no and the same as my we opened the restaurant we didn't market grand opening we didn't tell anybody we didn't post i mean we did a little bit of you told you know letting me. people date but we didn't do a huge thing because we needed to ease into right figuring out how the kitchen flowed and things you know, are gonna break the first few times <laughs> yeah There's yeah gonna be holes we, and gaps in the system we just kind of chilled and went into it so yeah that's my motto for sure so hopefully you know so hopefully that's what it is and, you know, yeah, I, yeah. me, I'm just being all controversial, but change, if that's the case, change that photo on the front page of your new website, y'all, because I was looking, I'm looking, or and it, I saw it, stuff. And and the, and the industry knows, I mean, every, we, we we've know. been around, and we all know everybody that's too. in the industry knows everybody who, who knows who's that's who. Right. So if you're... You know what, yeah. though, I was actually thinking that I think might be kind of fun and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. And you know me, I'm quite Is this Bridget or the so cold medicine talking? I think it might be cold medicine, right? <laughs> uh, the, uh, you know, people are getting ripped off by companies out there. I saw a conversation the other day on Facebook, actually. Where somebody was just saying, look, so I somebody just told me that if you work for a dispensary, you should get used to being paid late, right? Like, that's just, it's just how it is. What? Right? And she that's was insane. like, and that's how she felt about it. She was like, that sounds crazy. But, you know, people were commenting on it. And it was like, half of the people were like, yeah, totally, because of the whole, you know, FDIC banking complications and things can happen and just happens to everybody, blah, 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 right? And mm -hmm. there were other people that are like, oh, hell no, you know, that's still not yeah. legal. And then there's other people that are like, oh, even though it's not legal, the feds don't protect you, so you might be on your own anyways, right to work state, you know, whatever. Uh, it was just a very interesting conversation, but it brought up the thinking in me is like, man, there should be no way that anybody gets to go out there and continue 
to do people like that. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like actually not paying because part of the conversation that came up too was like, yeah, I literally got stiffed for like, you know, almost $7,000 and I got stiffed for like 2000 and I got stiffed for 50,000. You know what I'm saying? Like we know these numbers and it's ridiculous. Right. But it's like, you're not allowed to say it out loud because then you become the person who needs to tell the story. <laughs> Why you right. don't report, right? Right. <clears throat> and you don't want to be in the center of attention for that, but at the same time, like, um, not reporting is allowing these guys to keep doing it over and over to new people. Like, do we care about the new people, or is it just like, eh, to each his own, we don't care? You know, I mean, what's what's the social responsibility here at Mama's Bait? <laughs> I got I'm you. Bridget. I got you for sure. <laughs> no, the, um... I think that, well, first of all, that's outrageous. I haven't heard that. Ooh, um, girl, I'm still reading going comments on. straight out from people's mouth. Like, yes. So and so owes it. me. Well, some people, even the people that were putting numbers out there weren't still necessarily putting names out there. Well, I think we've been fairly upfront. I mean, we talked about when we talked about being in the business. I talked, did I, oh, maybe I did talk about it. I mean, I, didn't I tend to avoid names. Quit. Yeah, I tend to avoid names just because. That's just legalities. And, yeah, and yeah. I don't want to have to get caught up in something. But when I quit my first kitchen, he didn't pay us our last two-week paycheck because he said it cost him too much to right. replace us. Yeah, right. Bullshit. And we took him to... We took him... Um, to small claims to, court, right? Well, before that, you go to the... Um, worker, I forget. Damn, it just popped up on my Facebook memories too. <laughs> Literally, that we were heading to. It was like the one the before that. Board the or go- something. Yeah, like the labor board, and we won that. Yeah, and he would have paid us our two weeks, and then she said, "But you can get double," and that we made the mistake of going for double because the court was not in our favor. She ripped us up and spit us out. Um, so did you get so nothing then, or what? Yeah, if we uh-huh. passed on the labor board decision, which we shouldn't have, right. it was just a bad decision. Yeah, because um, you were upset with him. Wanted to and it seemed like a slam dunk case, you know, because right. she, she was like, of she course you worked the hours. She didn't encourage us. Right. And but it cost us, is... we had to take off to go, even to go do the labor board. And Yeah. Yeah, we should have just taken Just that like money. I was talking about uh, in last week's episode, I believe. Um, one decision, one person who decides to, you know, who decides a thing a certain way when they're in position of judge, you know, they can be as yeah. closed minded as they want to about whatever they want to be. And however they decide to interpret some stuff is, is what we got to live by. Right. Ooh, and, who your judges and, are this season. That's what I'm saying. Cause I've never paid attention to that before. And I'm judges. learning right now. Like that's so important. <laughs> yeah. We well, yeah, especially after that Yavapai decision. Right. We we all got educated on Right. We got a lot of work to do in the courts for sure. Yeah. For sure. And that's who's arresting young men. And right. you know, and I, I, I made that comment a lot in the last couple of weeks about, you know, yeah, these laws affect all of us but I know the people that actually pay the price for it are disproportionately young men of color yeah. who are the ones who pay the price for these bad decisions. You and yeah. I 
are rarely going to get caught in a position where an officer has the ability to manipulate us into that. They're just going to let us go. They're just going to let it be like, oh, okay, whatever. They're just going to blow it's it off. Unless I have my husband yeah. with me, in which case yeah. it'd be potentially a problem, you know? Right. But yeah. it's, it, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. So yeah, be forewarned. And I would like to say, if anybody is listening that is in a position that hasn't been paid by an employer, the labor board does not, um, they, these, these companies are still paying, uh, is it the labor board is the a required. state agency, right? So and even though the judge should yeah. have been a state judge too, right? Wasn't like oh, she was just, ma- it was, it, I made a mistake, oh. but she was just, she was awful. I, he paid us out of some different fucking LLC, like food 4141. I'm changing the numbers, but it was, mm-hmm. it was like some weird account and we sued his license, him as a, the license holder oh, of the dispensary. Right, right, right. And, and she ripped us up for not being smart enough to do the research the right to person. know, right. To sue right his entity. LLC that wrote the check. Right. You didn't sue the right entity. Mm, that's yeah. some. That's some. See, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and she could have politely said that instead of being a bitch and talking to us like we were just stupid bitches trying to get our paychecks. It was awful. I was so mad. I was so mad. I walked out of there and he's like, he walked up to me, and um, he had my open sign. I happened to have this giant open sign, and I opened um his dispensary in Southern Arizona. I was there the first day, and thank God for him, I was because I was. I ended up bud tending the whole day, but he handed me my sign back and he said he just wanted to be friends. <laughs> I told him to fuck off. Right. Steve had to pull me off. I was so mad that day because the judge had just humiliated me. So I was in sort of a ego, butthurt, all yeah. around rage moment. And then he was so abusive. It yeah. was so triggering to have this you know abusive male trying to come up as you know like the good guy i was like oh no you're not steve pulled me off walked me to the car bless his heart (laughs) so nobody good works for him i still would tell that guy the same thing if i ran into him tomorrow i used to i used to have a deal with my husband in our restaurant that if i saw certain people come in i was allowed to knock them off bar stools (laughs) yeah just like just so I could visualize how it can we make that happen? I'm pretty sure he doesn't know it's your restaurant. I'm I'm pretty sure he doesn't know that. that Man, that'd be awesome. Oh, let me make you some special stew. Yeah. So, but I do love. want to say, follow up, people. If you're getting ripped off, speak out, speak up, and go to your labor board. They will. They do. They do listen. They, we got our money, and if I hadn't been greedy and tried to get him for double, I would have had my money and walked, um, which would have pissed him off and have been I, I'd have been happy. Right. Um, at least so. At don't least ignore get what it. you deserve. You know, don't get yeah, greedy, don't, but get what you deserve. Right, right, right. That's that's definitely my lesson. Yeah. And then and don't don't buy into this shit that because you're in the cannabis industry that you have no rights. Yes, I got screwed for $50,000 because I didn't carefully read fine print and I got overexcited and we've talked about that in other episodes and it was, you know, I count that as a cost of education. You know, my husband and I, we got it. We got our education, but 
don't don't just sit back and, and assume that you have no options. Like I right. said, speak out, talk to other people, go to your labor board, go ahead and go to court, but just make sure that you do your, your research or hire, a hire an attorney. Yeah. There's some good ones out there. I'm sure they'd love to sponsor us and would I'm say their sure. names out loud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we know of a couple and you know, they're easily found for your area. You know, if you, um, I think the best way to find someone that does that is to ask people in the industry that you trust who they'd recommend. And they usually, they all have a couple people. And if you're in um, law school, let me tell you, zoning law, um, cannabis law, trademark law, patent law for cannabis focused. You will stay busy. You are going to be a millionaire. Yeah. The legal... The, the need for legal um, support in this industry is huge. I'd highly recommend it. I've tried to talk my kids into going to law school for it. <laughs> I haven't quite got there, but I got one almost done with criminal justice, and she hasn't Maybe decided. Maybe I can talk my she's... husband into law school. There we go. That can be his second I, career. I have. Yeah, my youngest is, hasn't decided if she's going to arrest me or defend me yet. So <laughs> we're waiting right. to see how our <laughs> criminal justice education turns out. Right. Um. But, but yeah, if if that's definitely a social issue, I don't know that I'd want to go out and beat down doors and and become the Aaron Brockovich of of cannabis. No, I don't have that kind of energy. But me. I definitely will will support you and give you any, you know, guidance that we can if if you find yourself in a situation where you're getting screwed over by a dispensary. And I think yeah, you know what's up. Yeah. And we also um are seeing more where the local news loves a dirty pot story. So <laughs> I mean they really do. They really do. It's it's almost like it's it's almost gross. So if you needed you know, you definitely could get some some support in that arena because that's a hot topic right now. I mean, theoretically the, uh, the Arizona dispensary association has a defense fund theoretically, right? Only I believe for the concentrate law, I believe it's very specifically targeted, right? But there is that as well. Yeah. Forget. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, Balance was really our conversation. Balance in a, you don't have to be abused to work in this industry. Um, get your money, balance yeah. it with don't be greedy. Just because they're cannabis owners or dispensary owners, I mean, doesn't mean they just have unlimited money. That you know, oh, I mean, the sure. truth is they actually do have a lot of people coming at them for money from a lot of different directions, right? Absolutely. And, uh, they are humans. As much as I dislike some of them. <laughs> well, there's a couple I'm still not sure about, but all right. right. Okay, okay. Let, but there's I'll, a lot of them that. that are out there that are great. And they also right. are um, getting hit probably with different types of, you know, um, situations out there. So my really personal, like, commentary in this whole thing is, like, learn to listen to yourself, your inner voice, right? And trust mm. it completely if it's and if you question you then at the very minimum stop and do some research yeah listen to it and and give yourself compromise (laughs) you know like 
I come up with some baddie shit sometimes. I have to check myself. I can't yeah. always trust my gut. But if if I'm at that stage where I need to do a gut check, I can just do a little research and either confirm or deny Yes. You know where I'm going with that. Had I done that many, many times in my cannabis career, I probably would have been a little better off, <laughs> at least in my 401k. Yeah, I mean, um, if nothing else, perhaps. You research. Need- yeah, research, right? Like knowing <coughs> knowing the truth. I mean, who knows? You got your education. It is what it is. We're now sharing that education yeah. with others. So all it really yeah. is about is like, how can we now benefit the people who listen to us, right? And right. and what that boils down to is like- Ain't trust, no shame. Yeah. Trust your inner voice, but also do, you know, trust and verify. I say this all the time. Trust and verify. Trust and verify. Trust and verify. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if I don't with just, absolutely, I did go probably too much with just the, sometimes the excitement can overwhelm your gut oh, instincts man. or drown them out. For sure. So yeah, that was definitely one of the things that happened with me. So definitely. It's good to vibrate pause. high though. High vibration pause. is great. High vibration is great. With so, research. You know, yeah, just trust and verify, right? Like, just add that detail and you're good. It's balance, balance, balance. Right. And the we talked a little about our convention experience today and a little bit just about life in general, balancing your your inputs, your, your media inputs, your social media inputs, your friendships, your dispensary sales, all that stuff. The voices kind of touched on head. it all. <laughs> Cannabis can heal chaos, right? Homeostasis <laughs> is the word of the day, right? Homeostasis. There we go. Balance and all the real balance. Yeah, and I mean that is really how and why uh, cannabis, you know, is so important in my life, right? Because it really is about providing me that kind of homeostasis in my systems. And for me, the manifestation of that is in, um, you know, I would otherwise struggle severely with anxiety and depression. Right. So, right. Um, there's sure. so many crazy things going on in right my way. Right. Even people are always like, you know, your that balance in your systems manifests also just in your body. We, I've seen, so many people start using cannabis more routinely as a health tool, just mysteriously losing weight, right? Their body type matching their weights and people, that was one of the big things that kept coming up with people learning about cannabis was, well, how come you don't weigh 400 pounds or I don't want to use cannabis because I'll eat all the time. And I'm like, yeah, you know, the munchies are a thing, but, you know, you still choose what you what you munch on, and and it really and all I, cannabis does not prov- does not produce no, appetite. You know, every cannabis absolutely. does not produce appetite, and it's different for everybody. So right. I think that again, that back to that homeostasis where you're, it balances out. I don't, yeah. I, I yeah, I'm easier. Um, I don't, I don't watch my weight. I guess is what I'm saying. I don't have to concentrate on that. Shoot, Cannabis hasn't helped me like enough. that yet, because you know, like like we said, you know, our health is another part with balancing. How oh, homeostasis, oh, yeah. yeah, individual. Right, I do stay at a certain place now. You know, like 
outside of my health concerns and how that has affected my weight, once I kind of got that part like stabilized, then yes, the weight stabilized as well and doesn't mainly uh, but and it may not be what you think is an ideal weight sure <laughs> that's the key right just because if, <laughs> you know you, you may think ideal is a zero hey, or i mean i, I, know I think joke, ideal but... is alive honestly that's um, in my exactly book, alive is ideal and i appreciate it every single day that i get to wake up and breathe another time exactly you know so, so i think that when by ideal it's more of a it what your body needs at the time For sure. and where you know where it's supposed to be as opposed to always having to think about worry about what you're doing and get you get you some balance in your food yeah, for sure. Plus, it makes carrots taste better. I'm actually starting to get excited right now. You know, I've had a big move. I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life over the last, I mean, honestly, two years. Uh, but yeah. um, I am finally kind of a little more settled into the house, you know, coming into winter, got my garden started. I have like seven trees, new trees planted in my backyard now that were not there when I got here. And, um, so I'm starting to get real excited about my, um, new return to, you know, fresh living and having vegetables that I grew and, you know, all that stuff. I can't wait. And I really love cooking with those foods, you know what I'm saying? Those fruits of my, of my labor. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that to come back and. Yeah, balance, balance, balance. Yeah, the weather up here is amazing right now as well. Honestly, we're all so same down, with down here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were there briefly, landing and and taking off last couple right. weeks, and yeah. beautiful. Well, I think that kind of covers our balance for today. Then I think we have totally talked about it. So, message of the day, ladies. Yeah. And gentlemen, take a breath. Find balance. You know, control your inputs. You don't have to be in tuned with everybody all the time. You do get to choose what you're exposed to. Yeah. I think that was my lesson. Choose your um, life. This past week. Exactly. Choose your experience. Choose your day. Choose your own adventure. Amen. Yeah. God, I love those books. Right. Anyway. Me too. <laughs> that was a flashback. So good. So until next time, I think next time we're talking about um, voting. Voting. I think because we're talking about time, the midterms. Y'all. It's time to I vote. Think it's time. I think it's time. I mean, I want to talk about it, but I want to get like controversial again because I'm like, I think we need like 12 parties. That's really where I think we need to go. I think we need to have like lots of parties and maybe not 12, maybe like. Five. Five would be good. Be However many. I know, right? Let's talk about it. I more. would, uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about specific candidates, but definitely cannabis and your oh, midterms and what to look for in your towns. I think we should talk about specific cannabis cannab- candidates a little bit. Oh, for sure. It's but time. I don't mean that we're not going to just talk about Phoenix election or, or the. No, but I will tell you I, right now in advance of that next week, that normal, okay. 
does maintain a pretty good updated website and yes. they did produce actually a document or a website. I read it. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I'll try and find it between now and next week where um, they actually had a write up that they did on each of the different candidates running for office and had rated them in terms of their, you know, cannabis friendliness, so to speak. Yes. It was actually a written document. It was like a brochure. So I'm assuming it might be on their website. I don't know yet. I haven't found it, but. You know, if it's I there, think, we can link it. Next, yeah, let's talk about that talk. because really, I want to know what candidates are saying about marijuana specifically, specifically about cannabis specifically. Um, I don't want to, you know, I also, though, don't think that's the only important topic. I think there's a lot of stuff going on right now. So, well, yeah, and we couldn't list every yeah. national politician running the midterm. So oh, no, no. Friendly. But look yeah, for that resource from normal. Point. Look for yes. that resource from normal, though. The ratings. We'll I put, think they have ratings on the candidates. We'll put links to that next time Perfect. in our next podcast in the yeah. comments. We'll hunt it down. Hunt it down. All right. Deuces. Peace out. Happy 420, people. Pup, pup, pass. We'll see you all next balanced. time. Stay balanced. <laughs> Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com.